when you get what you want, don't forget others or other things that have helped you get there. I think this is an important topic. What are the most important things that you've experienced and not forgetting those as, as you began to become successful? Hi, my name is Kirby Ingles. I'm a leadership and transformation coach, a father of four, and a U.S. Army veteran. And this podcast is dedicated to helping you achieve true success. Every week, my goal is to help you move one step closer to true success and a life that is rich and satisfying and helping you become the pillar of your community. Now, here on the True Success Podcast, we talk about leadership and personal transformation and dive deep into topics like mentoring, coaching, balance, problem solving, and creating an impact. True success is living your life's true calling. It's discovering new ways of viewing the world, building a life that's charged with hope, transparency, happiness, and fulfillment. True success is not what you think it is. Close your eyes and imagine setting goals, targets, and meeting them while adding value to the lives of others and making a difference daily in your community. The number one thing though, I think is like the most, the most important to me. And the thing that I've always told myself, trying to remind myself through, through my own personal story that I tell is, is not to forget why I started, why I started coaching, why I started this business and many other things. There's, there's plenty of reasons why, you know, why I started coaching is because I wanted to create a better quality of life for my family while starting a business. There's plenty of risk, but there's also plenty of reward as well. That's something that was important to me. And so I have to make sure that I just still get so caught up in the business that I just don't have time for my family. That's something that you have to keep in mind. And then, you know, why did I just, you know, why did I choose the, the niche that I did or the target group, even the audience, fatherless men and young leaders? Why did I choose those? Th- I wanted to work with fatherless men because I grew up as a fatherless man or a boy into a man. And I made a lot of mistakes as a young adult. Probably, I think, more so if I would have had a healthy, supportive father figure that was helping guide me in that path. And one of the reasons why I'm a for-profit business is because I believe profit is the best solution to problems, to solving the problems in our country. A lot of that is really behind my passion, too. And, you know, I just have a passion for, for you know, working with fatherless men. I think that the, the organizations that are for profit, like B Corps, they can really make a huge difference. And we see a lot of those arguments in the news. And I don't want to get into the political back and forth about this topic. A lot of those organizations do give back and they do in such a way, but they don't promote it as often as they probably should, which kind of goes back to being number two is staying humble, right? Allowing others to go first, not to brag about yourself. Ooh, look at me. I did this. Ooh, look at me. I did that. I mentioned that earlier in a post that I wrote this week about Simon Sinek's Leaders Eat Last. And he talked about in the book, the thing you should do is let others go first. Be considerate of others. Uh, If you go back to Stephen Covey, Stephen Covey said, uh, first seek to understand before being understood. 
stay humble by listening to others and understanding their needs because my needs might not be greater than my own. Let somebody else go. You know, you don't always have to have like, the other day I got a free journal in the mail. Company messed up and I didn't really need a free journal. I mean, I could afford it myself, but I got a free journal. And I knew somebody that was in greater need than I was. And so I actually spent five bucks, mailed it to the person. They'll probably get it within the next week. Actually, it's supposed to arrive on Wednesday. It's putting others before ourselves. It's not that you're not important. You have to be situationally aware and allow others to go first sometimes. And that's why leaders eat last because it's important. You know, number three would be don't forget where you started. Hey, I'm not going to forget, right? I know I was born naked, afraid, and crying probably. And I, that's how I came into this world. And we all come in this world exactly the same. And I grew up in a home in the first couple of years of my life probably. Living in my grandparents' house with seven aunts and uncles. And sharing you know, a three or four bedroom home with that many people. Uh, in a very, very small town of about 800 people. It's probably about a thousand back then, but it, it stands at about 800 right now. My grandparents ended up getting divorced. My grandfather moved in with us. My mother got remarried. And then once they got divorced, I was living in a trailer park next to low income housing. It wasn't fun. I was embarrassed because I came from living a pretty good life to, to that. It was a huge shocker for me. And I remember that. And then we got a nice little apartment and then my mother got remarried again and I was sleeping on the floor of a one bedroom home because my mother was pregnant and she needed to sleep on the bed with my uh, stepfather at the time and my sister slept on the couch. So I slept on the floor. Uh, that lasted for about six months. And then once we got part of the addition built onto the house, we actually uh, moved out to the addition, but there was no heat out there. And a lot of the walls weren't even completely up. So we had to move a kerosene heater out there and you had to wake up in the middle of the night to pump kerosene in the kerosene here just to keep the addition warm. In my room, I had a sheet coming down so I could have some privacy to my room because we didn't have a door on my room. And that's, that's the way it was. And you can't forget that, right? You cannot forget where you come from and how you kind of actually started out. And the amount of times I've had to restart and start over again. There's rock bottom, but there's always another rock bottom. There's always, you can always go lower and lower and lower. Uh, and it's not so much about being at rock bottom, but it's how hard you bounce back. And you really have to say, stay humble. Remember where you started. The sky's the limit. Fourth one I wanted to talk to you about was stop the urge to splurge. So when people get money in their pockets, they like to spend money. And then they like to show it. They like to showcase it. Somebody will say, how to earn $12,000. I know they just got paid because that's the title of their next topic. It's a brag. That's what it is. You start to see all these fancy things as they start coming up with. Uh, resist the urge to splurge. Don't showcase that. It's not important. Well, I'm no Grant Cardone. I'm probably not going to get to Grant Cardone's level. I mean, I mean, there's the potential there. Um, I believe in myself. But am I going to show off fancy jets and rings and watches? And Does that make me feel better? No, it doesn't. Does that make the people that I'm working with feel better? There's a psychology there for the celebrity status. Uh, it really is kind of against my values, but I guess in 10 years, you can 
look back at this and see if I'm a man of my word, whether or not I'm standing here telling you this now and whether I'm living that, that lifestyle later. You know, most of the people in uh, the millionaire next door, you'll find are average Americans who lived in communities that are at least 50 years old. They drive mediocre cars. They have mediocre homes. They don't live extravagantly wealthy lifestyles. Most millionaires in this country live an average lifestyle, just like a middle-class person. They just control their urge to spend, and they know how to put their money away. And they don't buy, you know, buy into all these techniques, these psychological marketing techniques of fear of missing out and buy now, you, you won't get it later at this price, things like that. And they don't have to keep up with the Joneses. So resist the urge to splurge. Number five, you are your only competition. Remember that you don't need to compete with everybody else. And that's what a lot of this conversation is right now. The only person you really need to compete against is yourself. Now, I understand what it's like to be a fatherless man at some point. I always felt like I had to compete against everybody else growing up. And I was always measuring myself against other folks. But what I've realized as I've gotten older and I've begun to study, you know, psychology and counseling and a lot of other things is that in uh, coaching as well, I'm my own competition. All I need to do is move the needle to the right just a tick and be better than I was yesterday because I am my only competition. Because when I focus on everybody else, I'm not focusing on what I need to do. I'm focused on what they are doing. Most of your champions uh, focus on what they need to do. Focus on how to make themselves better. They focus on their strengths and weaknesses. They stop worrying about all the noise and everything else that's going on. You are your only competition. You have to outperform yourself each day. Are you leaving it all on the table? Every day that you get up, every day that you your feet hit the floor, are you putting it all out there? I mean, my head, when I get, when I, I mean, I'm telling you, right? this is a big problem in my house because before I hit the bed, I'm knocked out. I mean, I'm like, as my head's hitting that pillow, I'm gone. I'm tired. I'm out like a light because I put it all on the line. I push myself to my limits every single day. I think testament to my own personal work ethic, but I would hope that you would do the same thing. You lay it out on the line. Don't don't save me. We don't have time to save anything. Every every waking minute, we should be trying to achieve something, helping somebody, doing something, because we only have so much time on this earth to leave an impact. And I've already communicated that it's extremely important for me and my family and in, in my vision for my family that I leave a legacy three or four generations down the road. I don't have time to play around. I don't have time for games. I only have so much time on this earth. And once it's gone, it's gone. You cannot save time. You can't invest time. You can't buy time. You can't do any of that stuff. Time is a priceless commodity that none of us have enough of. We have an abundance of it, but we're all going to get to a certain point, and that's the end of it. And there's no more time. Uh, you can't pause it. You can't do anything like that. So you need to utilize your time wisely and make sure, you know, whether it's spending time with your kids, spending time with your spouse, building your business, helping your community, whatever it is, you need to fill your every waking minute with something that is impacting what's most important to you and your values. Number six is give back to society. 
So this is extremely important to me. And I'm not saying that you have to get, you know, you, you, you know, maybe you make six figures this year. You know, maybe you get to that level. Maybe, maybe you make seven figures. Maybe you get to that level. I'm not saying you have to give all your money back or give some of your money back or tithe the 10%. What I am telling you is, is that you do have to give one of your most valuable assets, which is time. Um, I give a lot of my time as a court appointed special advocate, you know, and I help mentor and speak on behalf of uh, children in foster care. And usually it's teenage boys because they don't have anybody there to advocate for them. And that's extremely important to me because it's part of my mission. That's part of why I started because I cannot forget why I started and where I started. That's extremely important to me. That's why I give back time to the community and time to these programs to help these young boys. Don't forget, right? Don't forget where you started. And and don't forget the others um, when you get to what you want, where you want, because they still need you. They look up to you. And you should reach down to them. You know, one of the, one of the interesting videos that I've seen uh, flying around the internet and space is police officers playing basketball in the street with kids. And here comes Shaquille O'Neal playing on the same streets that he grew up on, playing basketball with them young kids. And he gave back to them. And one of the things that he did in the video was every kid that made a free throw, he gave them 100 bucks. He gave back to his community. He inspired those kids. He didn't have to do that. He didn't have to do any of that. But that was, you know, that meant something to him. You know, he was able to leave a lasting legacy. He was able to impact one of those kids' lives for good. And and they're going to remember that for the rest of their lives. I've had people like that come into my life. People that have, you know, took a time out, took just five minutes to have a conversation with me, to help me get back on the right track. And that's all it is. I think there was a Tony Robbins quote or article I read one time, and they asked uh, Tony a question. He said, hey, look, if you, don't, if you don't have five minutes to give to somebody, or 15 minutes, I think it was. I think it was, yeah. Uh, if you don't have 15 minutes to give to somebody, you don't have a life. Those are pretty powerful words. If you don't have 15 minutes to give to somebody every day, you don't have a life. Is what you're doing so important that you can't help somebody that just needs 15 minutes to have a conversation because we all get to different levels and as we progress to different levels sometimes we forget where we came from don't forget why you started stay humble don't forget where you started at or what it was like for you stop the urge to spend you are your only competition and give back to society all right give back to the community that gave back to you Give back to that population that gave back to you. And don't forget that. This is extremely important. Hey, folks, that's it for today. If you want more great content like this, visit www.kirbyingles.com. Again, that's www.kirbyingles.com. And I only wish you the best of fortunes in 2020 and set your sights high and focus on true success.